All right, all right. Well, uh, morning, and as always, we're going to start out with a shout. I love God, and I love you. And we're going to add a second shout. Merry Christmas. Thanks a lot. Today is Christmas Sunday. Uh, if you found yourself in your ugly sweater, uh, or you didn't mean for it to be ugly, uh, that's why your wife set that out for you, uh, Henry. Uh, uh, where we're, uh, this day we get together, we celebrate Jesus uh, and his birth. If you could uh, go ahead and find that sticker that you have found on your seat and go ahead and put that on, uh, that way you can have joy all day long. That'll be your ticket into uh, our free lunch here catered right then. If you lose it, you can't have lunch. Just kidding. You can, of course, have lunch. What I want to share with you and, and what the title of today's message is, and in case you haven't themed it out yet, we're actually talking today about Christmas is joy. And so for some of our little ones, uh, I'm going to give you something today to keep you preoccupied. We have our families uh, in here, and so here's our little ones. They're going to go ahead and take this. This is a little Christmas bear, and uh, this bear says, uh, I don't know what it says, jingle with joy for Jesus. And so all our Christmas, uh, all our kids, all our high schoolers get one of those. And then uh, there might be some left, so if you're not a high schooler or a a child and you still want one, uh, you can uh, uh, raise your hand and they'll go ahead and bring you by one of these uh, jingle bears. They are really cute, and that's just to bribe our kids to be quiet. Uh, We've given noisy gifts. These ones, look at that, pretty quiet, pretty quiet gifts. So I'm learning a little bit about our kids, that we don't want to give them noisy gifts on public service day. So bless you guys. Uh, uh, so everyone else get that. Our staff said, uh, raise your hand if you haven't gotten one of those and you're a, uh, and you're a little, you're a 12th grader under. All right, now you can go ahead and raise your hand uh, if you'd like one of those and you're not 12th grader under. Go ahead and raise your hand and they will bring you by a little joy bear. Uh, if you're single, uh, guys, this is a great thing. If you're uh, trying to meet a girl later, just say, hey girl, I got you this joy bear right here. And I go ahead. There's some hands over there. Kyle needs a double so he can give to a girl of his choosing. I, I see a hand right over here. They're shouting out. It's like the popcorn guy at, uh, at a... They're coming down the center aisle. They're going right over there, right over there. Here's comes... Oh, look at that. Oh, money. Who knew? Who knew? That's so athletic. All right, does anybody else love... I love Christmas. Anyone else love Christmas? I love Christmas. Christmas is joy. Um, and we're going to look at part of the Christmas story. I love that we've read it a couple of times. The kids read it for us, our youth was sharing with you, and then we get to hear it again. Because this is a time where we we dial into these passages that we kind of skip over all the rest because we know we have to hold the passage for Christmas. And so pastor usually doesn't talk on, like in May, we're not talking about the birth of Jesus because it confuses people. And so we get to share this passage. I'm going to share a little bit out of the passage that comes from uh, Dr. Luke. Now, Dr. Luke was a man who carefully recorded the history of Jesus' life, of course, whom Christmas is named after. And so we're going to be looking here in the, chap- uh, the book of Luke in chapter 2, and the verses will be on the screen, or you could have them up on your phone, or if you still have a paper Bible. Are there any paper Bibles in the house? I think there's one, but Trevor couldn't find it, right? He didn't even have it with you right now. So he had a paper Bible and he lost it, but I bet he has his phone. So if you want to follow up, uh, <laughs> if you want to follow on your phone or on the overhead, either way. So here's the reading of God's word. Now, I don't, we don't ever want to speed by it. So I want you to actually get something from hearing God's word. And so let, let's just kind of open our hearts and minds and hear what God has to say from his word. At the time of the Roman emperor Augustus, he decreed that a census should be taken in the entire Roman empire. 
This was the first sentence, uh, census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. So everybody returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. So he traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee, and he took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no lodging available for them. That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby. They were guarding their, their flocks of sheep. And suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them. And the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. And they were terrified. But the angel reassured them. He said, don't be afraid, he says. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all the people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you're going to recognize him by the sign. You'll find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. And suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds say to each other, Hey, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that's happened, which the Lord just told us about. They heard to the village, and they found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened, and that the angel had said to them about this child. And everybody who heard the shepherd's story was astonished. But Mary, she kept all these things in her heart, and she thought about them often. Shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. I'd like to key in on one key phrase of this narrative that we're reading today, where the angel meets with them, and, and he tells them this incredibly significant phrase. It's in, uh, here it is. He says, they were terrified, but the angel reassured them. And the angel says this, don't be afraid. I bring you good news, and that it's going to cause great joy to all the people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Christ, he's been born today in Bethlehem. So the angel says two main things. He says, I got good news for you. And I'm going to tell you the result of that good news is going to be a great joy that will come to all people. So the message to the shepherds wasn't just for the shepherds alone. And it wasn't just good news for the Jews in the ancient times. The good news that the angel was telling the shepherds about was for all people at all times. And so that would even include us. Like, we're all people, right? So turn to your neighbor and maybe remind them, hey, you're people. You're people, neighbor. And so this is talking about you. The angel will say, look, I got some good news. It's not just for the shepherds. It's not just for the Israelites, but it's for all people. And I happen to find myself as an all people. So this is good news for all of us. And it is going to result in great joy. The message of Christmas is for everyone. It's for every race, every gender, every age. And unlike Santa, it doesn't matter if you've been naughty or nice this year. God has a gift for you. And that gift is his son. This is the good news. It's about 
the Savior, the Messiah, the Lord that was born. So he says, I got good news for you. Here's the good news. The Messiah is here. The Savior is here. Now, Savior means deliverer, one who rescues another and brings them to safety. And he says, hey, the rescue is here. The person who is going to come and bring you to safety has arrived. And he's talking about Jesus. It refers to Jesus' mission to come to this earth to pay for mankind's sin, to rescue us to eternal uh, redemption in heaven. Rescue us from our separation and our sin. Rescue us so that we can find safety eternally with God in heaven. When he says Messiah, sometimes we use the word Christ for Messiah. Now, it's not Jesus' last name, Jesus Christ, but it's another title, and the title means anointed one. It's in reference to the reality that God had anointed Jesus, even as he's being born here, to be the Savior of all mankind. And then he says uh, he's also the Lord. And Lord is a master, one who owns all things over uh, ownership rights over a person or a thing. So Jesus is born to free us so that we no longer have to be slaves to sin, but that we can find a new gracious master in God of heaven. And so this ends up being some really good news. If it wasn't for this good news, then we would be eternally separated from God with no recourse. He is too high, we could not reach to him. So he had to come down and reach out to us. And so that's some really good news. I love getting good news because it's always the same reaction every time I get good news. So uh, I know this is going to sound weird, but my, my wife and I and our family, we just moved again. I know we just moved like a few months ago. Yeah, I know. So, but anyway, uh, so we moved again. And um, when we got into our new house and they were going to set up the internet, the internet guy says, uh, okay, you get a 400 mega- megabytes of download speed before we were getting 200. And he said, it's like a third of the price. And so I, I'm pretty cheap, so I was like, Double the speed at a third the price? I felt like I was in a commercial. Are you serious? He's like, yeah, test it out. And we're like, we tested it out. Five of us got on our devices. And so we got double the speed for a third of the price. I was so excited. That was such good news. Because I don't know about you, but my kids get on the internet, and then it clogs it up. And I, we get that spiral thing that we just saw waiting for the kid video here. And so that was really good news. And do you know what it caused in me? In the middle of all this clutter, in the middle of like moving... It caused joy. I was like, I was so happy about this. That's such good news. And then a little bit later, I don't know if it was the same day or the next day, I was at Chick-fil-A, because that's where pastors go for lunch. (laughs) I literally go to Chick-fil-A all the time. It's so stereotypical. But I was at Chick-fil-A, and I was just eating, and you know what? Chick-fil-A lady, she came by, and she gave me uh, four coupons for a free ice cream and a free cookie. That's really good news. I love Chick-fil-A ice cream and cookie. And do you know what reaction I had? I had joy. Same reaction. Every time I get good news, I have this joy that comes about, and I love that feeling of joy. And God knows that we love it. And so uh, even more so our response to the good news of Christmas, Jesus' birth, spoken to by the angels, he says, you know, the response to that is going to be great joy. Not just small joy or a glimmer of joy or like a medium-sized amount of joy or even good joy. 
The angel says, when you realize what gift has come onto this earth, there is going to be a great joy, more than free Chick-fil-A, more than cheap internet that has fast download speed. There's going to be a great joy that happens when you realize that the Messiah, the Lord, the Christ, is here to save you and give you something amazing. It brings joy because it secures our hope. It brings us peace. He will allow us to live free from the chains of sin. Some of us are caught up in sin. Some of us are caught up in ourselves. Some of us are trapped in darkness, but but joy is available. It's available through Jesus Christ because he came on this planet. Like joy, real joy. Not momentary happiness or fun, but deep, soul-satisfying joy is available. Does it seem far off sometimes? Maybe it seems like that kind of joy would be unattainable. Well, it is. Except unless you have Jesus. Then it is available. Without a right relationship to our Heavenly Father, without the power of the Holy Spirit that comes through Jesus, real satisfying joy is not available for you. Maybe you're living your life and you can find a little bit of happiness. You can find some fun. You can find some momentary satisfaction in all sorts of distractions and all sorts of things that will catch your eye and all things the things that you might want to try. But it will never bring you deep, satisfying joy unless you meet Jesus. And that's why he came here, to save us so that we might live in joy. God's work of salvation through Jesus brings joy. And once you have that, oh man, joy is available to every single person who's willing this Christmas. And here's just a hint. It's not available only on Christmas Day. It's not a seasonal special that happens once a year. This joy is available every single day. Every day can be a Chick-fil-A day. Every day can be fast internet. Every day can be a deep, soul-satisfying joy that comes through Jesus. But today we get to celebrate it, and we celebrate it specially. And so we want to take time this week to just tell God we love you. Thank you for coming to rescue us. Thank you for Christmas Day. I hope you love the lights. I hope you go out and enjoy the the festivities. I, I hope you enjoy presents. Because all of that reminds us of a joy that's available through Jesus. So as the praise team comes up right now, we're going to take a pause and and we're going to take a moment to reflect on the gift that God sent us here at Christmas. A Savior born in Bethlehem for all people. I want you to take a a moment just and turn to your neighbor real fast and maybe bless him with a Merry Christmas. Maybe give him a, if you don't know him that well, give him a high five. If you know him well, give him a hug. And just bless him this morning with a Merry Christmas and a blessing. And a fist bump or a high five. Brandon likes hugs, so we get a hug. I know. And church, I want to ask you to do something on actual Christmas Day. So this isn't actual Christmas Day. This is Christmas Sunday. But I want, to, I want you to do something on actual Christmas. When Christmas comes about, I want you to spend a few moments praying with your loved ones. Thanking Jesus for his love. His gift and his joy, which comes before uh, from him. Before you open your presents, maybe like 
like sometimes we pray before we eat. Before you eat those presents, maybe take a minute and just pray with your family, thanking Jesus. Let's not forget to include Jesus in our Christmas joy. As we finish this morning, would you close your eyes with me and take a minute to just breathe deeply. Just breathe. Would you close your eyes with me? I'd like to invite you, whether you feel it or not, to just smile and allow the joy of Christmas, the joy of God's good news to fill you. Maybe open your hands. Receive the gifts that God has prepared for your soul this morning.